No question is a dumb question. Have you ever heard that? Do you believe that? No question is a dumb question. Generally, I encourage questions because questions mean you're engaged. Hopefully you're thinking through some things, trying to figure some stuff out, right? And I'm not going to debunk that saying necessarily that no question is a dumb question. However, some questions are Googleable. In fact, most questions are Googleable. If you've thought of the question, highly likely someone else has thought of it as well and that there is an answer on the World Wide Web. Highly likely. I'm just saying. So y'all know I'm on this adventure of getting a mobile unit up and running. All right. And uh, literally days away. Uh, from contacting the health department and starting the application process to get permitted, all right? But a question that I get often enough for me to address it is, how do I start? If I wanted, I always wanted a food truck. I thought that would be cool. How do I start, right? (sighs) Welcome back to Hospitality Hacks Pro. Uh, On this show, we give you tips, tricks, and tidbits to run your operation just a little bit smoother. If you're just getting started in your city and you want to start a mobile food unit, truck, cart, bicycle, moped, whatever, stand, whatever the case, here's where I suggest you begin, okay? Uh, I'm going to share my screen here. For those uh, on the audio-only experience, no worries. I'm going to talk you through exactly everything that I am showing on the screen, okay? Now, I can literally go open a tab, and here's what I typed in as a search, okay? Because I currently live, I'm not directly in Charlotte. I live in Huntersville, but uh, close enough to Charlotte, All right. That's that. Unless you live in the area, you probably wouldn't know where Huntersville is. But uh, so I I put in Charlotte Mecklenburg Health Department food truck requirements. Charlotte Mecklenburg Health Department food truck requirements. You can do this for your city, town, county, wherever you live. Okay, a similar search to this. When I do this search, the very first thing that pops up um, is the food and facilities, sanitation, public health link directly to Mecklenburg County. Okay, so let's press this. Let's dig in. All right. So this site tells you a lot of vital information. Some of it you don't need. But it tells you everything that you do need. Okay. Um, so the Mecklenburg, Mecklenburg County Food and Facility Sanitation Program is a mandated program uh, administered by the local health department pursuant to Chapter 130A of the General Statutes of North Carolina. The health department has got to put their stamp of approval on you before you can serve food legally. Okay. And I say that because can you serve food without being permitted by the health department? Yes. 
Okay. Um, can you sell plates on the weekend to your family, friends, and colleagues out of your kitchen at your house? Yes. <laughs> but if you want to serve to the general public legally, you have to be permitted by the health department. All right. And let me go ahead and slide in the disclaimer right here. Now is a good place to do that because, um, <laughs> again, there are people, you, they sell plates, they sell desserts, they sell treats, they sell all kinds of things. Right. Um, and, and if on a small scale, you can get away with that probably for a long time. But if you want to sell to hundreds and thousands of people, and if you want to sell in public places, right, um, you're going to need to be permanent and, and different venues are going to look for this stamp of approval. All right. Uh, so disclaimer, <laughs> thoughts, opinions, and my two cents shared here are my thoughts, my thoughts alone. I do They do not represent any other corporation, entity, or individual whatsoever. Let's dig in. All right. If we scroll down here right now, we're on uh, the Mecklenburg health.mecnc.gov site. Okay. Um, it's telling us some information about what this department oversees, right? And it, your county may be slightly different, um, but restaurants and drink stands, food stands, push carts and mobile food units, private and public school lunchrooms, private and public school buildings, catered elderly nutrition sites, limited food service facilities, lodging facilities, hotels, motels, and bed and breakfasts, meat markets, public swimming pools, rest homes and nursing homes, hospitals, everybody, <laughs> home daycare facilities, residential care facilities, local confinement facilities, um, aka jails. Uh, adult daycare homes. All right. So the health department is overseeing all of these types of entities. All right. So we're going to scroll down. Um, if you're following on, uh, following, uh, following along visually on YouTube, you can see that on the left, it talks about temporary food establishments. And on the right, it talks about mobile food units and push carts. All right. The temporary food establishments is something like um, festivals and one-time events or once a year events, things of that nature. Okay. We're not going to be focusing on that. We're going to focus on the mobile food units and push carts. Okay. So a mobile food unit is described as a food establishment or push cart designed to be readily moved and vend food. Okay. So we often think of food trucks, but again, I've talked about this on other episodes, uh, mobile food units and food trucks are sometimes used interchangeably, but I want you to think beyond just the truck. Okay. Also think trailers, bikes, mopeds, carts, push carts, ice cream trucks, stuff like that. Okay. Um, all of that falls into the mobile food unit category approval of food items being prepared and sold off a mobile food unit is directly proportional to the presence of mandatory equipment located upon the unit and or at the affiliated commissary. If you don't know what a commissary is, um, you, depending on your county, your state, you may or may not need one. Okay, so a commissary kitchen is a place that you would go uh, to store food, prepare food, dump wastewater, dump trash, um, all those types of things. Some counties, some states, you are able to do everything you need on the truck, all right, or the or the mobile unit. Other places, you have to have a commissary, which is your base of operations. Okay, 
Um, and it gives you the reference uh, rule 15A NCAC 18A.2672. All right. Um, this, if you click here, let's click it for giggles. It gives you um, 30 pages of uh, a lot of very important information. Um, and so I I'm going to click over to that in a second, but I just want to circle back to the original point I made when I opened this or the original statement I made when we opened this episode is there are no dumb questions per se. However, what have you done to find the information that you need? Right. So I'm going to answer your question with a question. All right. If you say, oh, I always wanted to do X, Y, Z. I always wanted to start ABC. I've always thought about this and this and that. What have you done to dig a little deeper? Right. And this is not I'm not chastising you. I'm just saying like we are in the information age to the point where I would challenge you to present something, a question that no one has ever asked before that someone hasn't at least attempted to answer before, right? Information is everywhere, everywhere, all around us, a, a click away, right? That cell phone you keep in your pocket, your purse, your backpack, wherever, right? Oh my goodness, how powerful is it to be able to pull that out, go to Safari, go to Google Chrome, wherever you search for information, go to YouTube, and put in a question, there will be pages and pages and pages of answers. Okay. And so I, you know, it's not always easy to sift through that information, but that's when you find somebody who's either doing what you want to do or has done what you want to do to be able to point you in the right direction. Right. And that's part of the reason Hospitality Hacks Pro is here for you as well. Okay. So if you're thinking again about a mobile food unit, yo, Figure out the regulations in your county. Every county is not exactly the same. Okay. So if, for instance, we need a commissary kitchen. You may not, depending on where you live. Okay. So let's go back. Let's look at, we're not about to go through all 30 pages of this, <laughs> but I just want to show you some of the information that's available. All right. So this is the rules governing the protection and sanitation of food establishments, right? So this goes through in detail definitions, different permits, what it means to have a permit, how to obtain a permit, public display of the grade card. So when you get a score from the health department, what do you do with it? Okay. It talks about inspections and re-inspections. It goes through a lot of information, as you can see in this table of contents, all right, or you can hear me describing it, right? Uh, references, barbecue places, outdoor dining, how to handle milk products, requirements for employees, utensils and equipment, the cleaning of those utensils and equipment. Uh, I mean, so much information here, right? The water supply, uh, storage, handling, and use of ice. Ice is food. That, that's the easy way to think about it. Treat ice like it's food. Um, do you need, uh, toilet facilities or not? Right. Uh, does it have to be, it, it just depends what's going on. Right. So much info here, so much info here. So again, whatever question you have, first and foremost, let's don't stay stuck. 
Don't say, don't stay stuck. Don't stay stuck. Look for the answer. I'm going to show y'all uh, one other thing here. So on this same site, let's see. On the same site, I'm going to flip away from the 30-page document. Y'all can read that on y'all's time. <laughs> um, there's some resources down here. Again, this is for Mecklenburg County. Your county will have something similar to this, but may look different. Okay. Uh, it talks about the mobile food unit and push cart flow chart, which is helpful um, to... It looks almost like an organizational chart um, to show you what you need to do. The next steps, uh, mobile food unit and push cart regulations, mobile food and push cart application package. Let's look at the regulations. All right. This is a shorter document, only two pages. Uh, let's go through a few of these things here. Okay. So the interesting thing is that I've run into people who... They can cook. They know they can cook. Right. And they're like, I want to have a food service business. Cooking is only half the battle. And it's not even the number one thing you need to be concerned about if you're having a food and beverage business. Whether or not you can personally yourself cook. Can you run a business? Are you adept in the requirements of your county? Are you able to facilitate and move and maneuver your way through regulations? Okay. So you can even open your doors or open your window, right? Before before you can serve anybody your delicious, fabulous food, you have to work through these regulations. All right. So a permit shall be issued by the regulatory authority that inspects the commissary from which a push cart or mobile food unit is to operate. If the regulatory authority determines that the push cart or mobile food unit complies with the rules of this section. The permit shall be maintained on the push cart or mobile food unit and made available by to the regulatory authority upon request. Let's pick out a few of these. Um, C, prior to initiating food service operations in a particular county, the push cart or mobile food unit permit holder shall provide the regulatory authority in each county in which food service operations are proposed a list of locations where they will operate. Such list must be kept current. This one's super important because in our county, and I'm speaking to Mecklenburg specifically right now, you have to figure out what's going on in your county. But in, I'm not going to say most, in a lot of counties, you can't just roll up to a corner that looks good. Like, ooh, a lot of traffic passes here. I think I want to serve food here and set up shop. That's not how it works. I'm not saying that's everywhere. Some places you may be able to do that. You have to know the rules of your area. Okay. It makes a big difference. But you have to negotiate with the owner or operator of whatever space you want to be in, have a contract with them or agreement with them. And then you have to supply the locations to the health department in case they want to come check in and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. They have to know where you are. That's why the list must be kept current. Okay. So I was on um, Instagram the other day and I don't know what post I was looking at. It was something about food. Somebody had a cart or something. And then one of the comments was like, oh, 
it just showed that the person wasn't they weren't well versed in the rules like oh i wish you could just roll up and down the street like the ice cream truck and come serve us our food bring it to us unfortunately and i said this in a as a comment like unfortunately a lot of counties don't allow that all right if you're serving hot food for you to just roll up and down street to street block to block corner to corner and sing it you know with the music blaring to get people's attention and serve food that's not how it works. You have to have set locations. You have to have agreements with those location owners or operators in order to serve there. And then you have to provide each location to the health department. Again, every county can be slightly different. All right, let's see. Let's pick out a couple more of these to dive into. Um, push carts or mobile food units, I'm looking at D, shall operate in conjunction with a permitted commissary and shall report at least daily to the commissary for supplies, cleaning, and servicing. Facilities and compliance with this section shall be provided at the commissary for storage of all su supplies. Um, the push cart shall also be stored in an area that protects it from dirt, debris, vermin, and other contamination. Water faucets used to supply water for push carts or mobile food units shall be uh, protected to prevent contact with chemicals, splash, and other sources of contamination. So if you're storing your cart or your truck at your house, in your garage, in your driveway, and using the water hose to fill up the water tank, you may be out of compliance, potentially. All right. Um, so you got to be careful with that talks about temperature control all garbage and other solid waste shall be stored and disposed in an approved manner okay um you would think that would be common sense but sometimes people do weird things uh, employees i'm looking at i shall wear effective hair restraints clean outer clothing and maintain good hygienic practices as specified in part 2-4 of the food code all right um talks about equipment and utensils okay the push cart or mobile food unit looking at section l shall be kept clean and free of flies roaches rodents and other vermin okay um when you start having infestations of any sort uh bugs and rodents and creatures spread germs and diseases Okay, and once you get an infestation, it gets it can get out of control. All right, and so so you gotta that, that's another reason for the commissary kitchen. Like, I don't know what you do at your house, you know what I mean? But a commissary kitchen that is regular regularly inspected by the health department, a little bit more control. All right, and that's the reason for that. Um, on a push cart situation, they want only hot dogs. Looking at section 15a ncac section a only hot dogs shall be prepared handled or served from a push cart however food which has been prepared pre-portioned and individually pre-wrapped at a food establishment or commissary may be served from a push cart so push cart is different from a trailer which is different from a truck which is different from a um bicycle i, I keep saying bicycle because we went to mexico recently and um I saw a lot of bikes and tents. Um, so that's like top of mind for me right now. So I'm not going to read through all the rest of this, but I said all that to say, 
Okay. Brought that up just to say, listen, once again, the Hospitality Hacks Pro Show is here to help you, to offer you tips, tricks, and tidbits, right? That go above just the average thing you would think about. But I get a lot of foundational thoughts, questions, concerns that are easily, guys, easily Googleable. I'm here to, my uh, eventual goal is to help take operations to the next level, right? Once you're up, you're established, you're doing your thing, you want to increase sales through elevated hospitality experience, that's where we step in. But the how do I start bare basics is, is figure out what are the requirements of your county? Okay. Think about where you live, where you want to serve and why. Okay. And then figure out the requirements of your county. That's step one. Yo, I literally just typed in. Y'all saw what I typed in. I literally put my county, Charlotte Mecklenburg. And I said, let me see. I said, Charlotte Mecklenburg Health Department food truck requirements. It's literally what I typed in. Plethora of information came up, okay? So let's start with that. Let's start with the basics. Where do you want to serve? Why do you want to serve there? Who do you want to serve? What are the requirements? Can you fulfill those requirements? Then, if that's a yes, right? If you could work within the regulations of your county, time to get busy. Figure out your medium. How do you want to serve? Okay. We talked about the where and the why and the who. And then how. A storefront restaurant, a cart, a truck, a trailer. How do you want to serve? Right. And then, sorry, it's a step-by-step thing, guys. We want to jump to, ah, make it bands. Like, okay, sounds good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds great. I had a $20,000 week. Okay. Cool. Right? But we can't jump over all the beginning foundational things to get there. Right? You'll get shut down real quick. You'll get shut down real quick if you just out here hopping from corner to corner with your truck or your car doing stuff. And then the health department rolls up on you like, hey, where's your permit? What's your, what's your, what's your health score? Where's your commissary kitchen? When was your last inspection? Shut down fun with a fine. (laughs) Just don't let it be you guys. Now, again, you know, you can, there's some things you can do. There's some things you can do to start small with family, friends, colleagues, people that, know, like, and trust you already, but when you start serving strangers, trust me, that's when they're going to come looking for you. They're going to come looking for you. All right. So, um, have a, um, series coming up soon. Um, I'm still working out the name of the series, but it's going to deal with the beginning stages of a mobile food unit, because that's what I'm going through right now. All right. So, Um, I'm going to walk you through, I've kind of sprinkled it in here and there on the show, right? But I'm going to walk you through step-by-step. These are the things you need to think about, right? 
Um, so this is kind of a precursor to that. Um, the series is going to start the first week of August. Um, and it's going to run probably for about a week. Um, where I'm just going to be on Instagram, probably going live every day. Like this is what we're talking about today, guys. This is step one. This is step two. This is what you need to think about next. This is the next step. This is the right. Just taking it step by step by step. And um, things that I am have done recently and currently going through or looking to do in the near future because uh, we will be it's a couple of little tweaks um, that we need to do to the to the trailer. And then we will be applying for our um, permit uh, probably around that same time where where we do the series that first week of August because I need to be permitted before school starts. School starts on August 28th. So hopefully, hopefully we can uh, squoze that in. All right. So let me know any questions that you may have about mobile food vending. Um, if you have any friends or family who are interested potentially uh, in mobile food vending, maybe they already are a mobile food vendor um, and they want to network. Maybe they're thinking of starting a truck or a trailer. Uh, they don't know where to start, right? Uh, maybe have a question or want a space to be able to collaborate. Um, send them on this way. All right. We're going to be going hard that first week of August, really digging into this process um, and making it do what it do. If you haven't gotten the book yet, get that, cop that 10 keys to unlock repeat guests and increase sales for your restaurant. Above average service is, is the name of the game. Uh, you can get that on Amazon. You can go to hospitalityhacks.com. Get the link. Look down below in the description box. Get the link. We'll be talking again soon. Once again, I need to know your questions as I dig into this um, series that we're about to get, get heavy into. What are the things that you want to know specifically? What are some questions that come to mind specifically? Um, because, I mean, I could talk all day. <laughs> if you're a friend of the show, uh, I mean, I could go. I could just talk about what I, the parts that I think are important. But I want this to be edifying for you. Okay. And so if it's something that you want to know, if I have the answer or can find the answer or can add to the answer for you. Um, I would like to do that. All right. So make sure y'all stay tuned. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe right now. Uh, I'm on a mission to get to a hundred subs on YouTube before the end of the year. So help a sister out. If you are tuning in, but you haven't hit that subscribe button, do it now. Or if you're listening to the audio, um, please also important for you to go ahead and follow as well. So you can get notifications when we drop that new heat. All right, this is Tasha, your host of the Hospitality Hacks Pro Show, signing out. I'll see y'all next week.